0: The game is in the books. Go home, dude. The crowd is headed
1: home. That's it. Another Hogs game in the books.
2: Now we have 60 minutes to react
0: to everything that happened. This is the People's Post Game Show.
1: We have a responsibility to the people.
0: Breaking down Hog hoops after the buzzer with your man, JB. What went down? What's up next? Highs and lows, calls and texts. Plus, standouts, struggles, and sound from the head hog himself. If you bleed red, you're in the right place. It's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini.
1: And we're into it, and it's great to have you as the conversation begins. I wish it was under better circumstances, but then again, I don't coach the team or play the games. And so there's only so much apologizing that I can really do for that. But you know what I will do for you is give you a good hour here of breakdown on the game that just went down. Arkansas Razorback basketball having its issues and falling short on the bayou in Baton Rouge by the count as the Hogs went out there and played this one of 95 to 74. So this was not not what the doctor ordered for the Arkansas Razorbacks here today. And if you're listening to this show and you're into the conversation, we appreciate the heck out of you. Josh Bertucini with you inside of the Bunker Studio, Team B Media here on this third day of the month of February 2024. And you get to see inside the studio here a little bit where we make the conversations happen with you in the mornings on The Real NWA, JAB, and then, of course, here on the post-game coverage. A lot of exciting stuff around the corner on the high school, too. But let's get into it, because that's what we're here for, right? Hogs lose by 21 points. Final score not really completely indicative of what kind of basketball game this was. Arkansas never really in it, frankly. Hogs came out, had their issues from the jump, and LSU you a little bit bigger and stronger and more efficient than Arkansas in this basketball game I think it reminds you that the front court woes for Arkansas that we've talked about so extensively throughout the season are very real these are issues that you have that are not going anywhere and right now unfortunately for Arkansas Razorback fans all you can do is is try to make some sense of it react to it the best you can and, and move along. Arkansas falls to 2 and 7 in the SEC on the season. And finds itself into a place now where outside of Missouri and Vanderbilt, who are both really bad, Vanderbilt's terrible, and Missouri not much better, you know, you're amongst the the worst teams in the league. And, you know, if you can find a way in the back half of the season, because you're officially halfway through now at 2 and 7 and, eight, and an 18 game schedule, if you can find a way to get this thing back to any kind of of a respectable place. I'm talking 6-12, and 7-11. That's going to be a remarkable achievement. The team that I see right now just doesn't have enough grit on defense to dig in there. I think you saw that in the second half of this basketball game here tonight when Arkansas scored 44 points in the second half. You would have thought that would have flipped or at least tightened a 45-30 to 30 halftime deficit. Alas, it did not because Arkansas right now just doesn't have a lot as i mentioned a moment ago defensively that it can hang its hat on and you don't have the the lockdown defender like you've had in past years right you don't have the JD Note you don't have the even the Devo Davis right now right of years past you don't have the Manny Watkins you don't have the the guy who can just be you know, a glue, a piece of a glove chasing somebody around the floor, tight fit and creating havoc. Now, I will say this, Layden Blocker flashed in this basketball game. We'll get to standouts and struggles in a little bit, clearly. We'll hear from Eric Musselman in just a little bit as well. The freshman from Little Rock has come along here. You've seen some progress, certainly throughout the season. You've seen some progress here of late. Uh, From his game on the floor. And I think when you look at that stuff, it makes you feel like Eric Musselman is still coaching. He's still out there trying to develop guys and bring them along. He has not given up on this team, but my goodness, um, they didn't come ready to play today. And so the goodwill of the victory last time out and really the last couple of games because you did play Kentucky very, very close. I'm not talking world victories. I'm talking that was a good basketball game where the Hogs came out and played full of energy. This was the first one in a couple of weeks where you felt like the energy was lacking. Road games are not easy. I'm not going to tell you they are. I think you go down on the bayou to play LSU, you find it. it's going to be tough going, tough sledding, as the case may be. But um, that doesn't explain the lackadaisical nature of play in the first half. And it doesn't really explain the lack of of digging in on defense in the second half. Folks, frankly, this team is not... Obviously, not very good offensively. They're not a great defensive team either, and that's really what cost you this basketball game tonight. Let's pull some numbers out of the box scores. we break it down for you. Josh Bertaccini with you, Bunker Studio, Team B Media. We're making it happen. Great to have you on board. As we sound off for an hour after each and every Arkansas Razorback football and basketball game, and then, of course, our series finales around the corner during Arkansas Razorback baseball season. But this one right now is about a basketball team that doesn't have a lot of confidence in itself, in the chemistry that it has out there on the floor, the lack thereof. It's it's not a great fit on this team. In any way, shape, or form. And the pieces don't seem to be going together all that well. Devo Davis and Trev Brazil off the team heading into the last couple of games. You thought maybe that was addition by subtraction. And we have seen some different players step up. I mentioned moments ago, you know, coming on now is 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 a guy from Little Rock and Lane Blocker who's only a freshman. He looked more like a veteran in this basketball game. Played 25 minutes consistently got to the bucket got to the free throw line shot five of 10 from the charity stripe which is not very good but the fact that he's getting 10 attempts tells you he's being aggressive way more aggressive than he was earlier this year he's getting to the rim He's making things happen with his athleticism, and he's causing havoc defensively, too. How about nine points for Lane Blocker in this game? Three assists, three rebounds. It's not really a pure one, but he's handled the point decently here of late. Only one turnover. He had two steals. Thought Blocker played his guts out. And that's the kind of stuff that you need to see right now. Unfortunately, outside of You know, blocker and Tremont Mark, who had the quietest 20 point performance you'll ever see in this basketball game. What is going on there? But 20 points for Tremont Mark, six rebounds. He did not have an assist. A couple of steals as well, but he was a minus 24 defensively. And, you know, Eric Musselman, a guy who's all about the analytics and the plus minus ratings. He is he's not too happy about that. Jalen Graham 8 of 14 from the field that was a wild 18.4 rebound two turnover performance out of him but you did see Graham in the second half of this basketball game really working the spin move to perfection and getting himself some, some clean looks at the bucket after a very kind of off-balance start out of Graham. He ends up playing 31 minutes. So 31 minutes for Graham, who started. Chandler lost in 20 minutes, who started as well. Blocker, 25, and Tremont, Tremont Mark, 34. Caliph Battle played only nine minutes, had a frenetic energy at the outset of this basketball game, but for whatever reason was unable to get himself under control. You saw him kind of wild, forcing things on offense and then committing a foul on defense. The out-of-bounds play. C- Caleb seemed a little bit out of sorts. Did not play a lot in this game. Makai Mitchell, 29 minutes. Keon Mennefield, 21. 11 for Davenport. 11 for j Harris, who, you know, good for him. He, he, he has fought his way into playing time on this team. Not a guy you were counting on at all for minutes at the start of the year, but does not bring a ton to the table outside of some fouls to use which hey it's something Jeremiah Davenport uh, we mentioned 11 and Pinion played 8 so the rotation is one, two, three, four, five, ten 10 deep right now even without Davis and Brazil that's a lot of guys playing Hogs go 3 at 13 from 3 the bigger concern as I mentioned out the gates had to be defense defense and more defense and uh, how could it not be right when you see Arkansas give up 12 three-pointers In a basketball game, 12 in one game, 12. That's what you had in this game at LSU. 12 of 23 for the game. That is 36 points on threes. And Arkansas is 3 of 13 by comparison. Add that up. That's a 27-point discrepancy between the two basketball teams. Way too many points you're giving up there by comparison and hands were not up. This was not one of those games where you're like, wow, they just shot the lights out. There's nothing you could do about it. No, will Baker goes four or five from three. Cause the big man was wide open out there all game long. Mike Williams, four, six from three. Cause the hogs didn't have a hand in his face. Most of the game, Jalen cook three of five. I mean, a couple of contested threes, but mostly this was back to defensive lapses around the perimeter. And letting LSU kind of do what it wanted. 25 for Baker. You're making him look like Larry Bird out there. My goodness, with behind the back passing on top of the threes and the rebounding. 20 points for Jalen Cook, 13 apiece for Williams and Wright. That's too many points. Arkansas gives up 95 points in the basketball game. And, you know, the shooting percentages continue to tell a big part of the story. LSU 54% from the floor, Arkansas 43%. We mentioned the three-point discrepancy. How about free throws? LSU, 25 of 28. Arkansas shot five more free throws on the road than LSU did. Arkansas ends up going 23 of 33 from the line. That's just under 70%. I mean, you make another five or six of those, you're not quite in the game, but it's a lot more competitive than what we saw out there on the floor at the Pete Maravich Assembly Center. Is that what we're still calling it in Baton Rouge? I think we are. All these years later. Pistol Pete, baby. Hogs could have used a shooter like that down there at LSU in this game here today. 95-74, to 74, Arkansas over LSU. You see the People's Post Game show right there, right? Look at that, over the shoulder. Phenomenal folks bringing you our coverage of Arkansas Razorback football and basketball and now into baseball season all year long. We would not be able to do it without them. And uh, shows you how incredible community this is. Not just for local sports and business, but for really just, you know, Conversation. we got a lot to discuss here. Eric Musselman got teed up in the second half. I'll tell you why I thought he was in the right for getting a technical there. We'll talk about a rule change that needs to happen. Standouts, struggles, and uh, of course, some Eric Musselman sound as well. If you've got a thought, I want to take some calls. We'll do a couple of those after the break with an opening monologue in the can here on the People's Post Game Show. Josh Berticini with you. Bunker Studio, Team B Media. And we're going to try to make some sessions of this Arkansas Razorback basketball defeat at the hands of the LSU Tigers. 95-74, to 74, Arkansas sliding, slip sliding now, to 2-7 and seven in the SEC. You're going to have to be better than that if you want to be a postseason tournament team. It's just the facts. Quick break. We'll come back. Thanks so much for listening. Hang tight, y'all. A lot to get to. <laughs> A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, course cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229.
2: Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479 769 1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville, for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With a scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com.
1: Hey, guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49. Online, olsonclinic.com.
2: Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461.
1: ripping it up and i can't say enough about how awesome it has been to get to make these new confines here in the bunker studio that you're looking at more comfortable more familiar and more sound friendly and i think uh um, i think we're getting there more and more each and every week and month this is actually our 20th people's postgame show already under the new operational umbrella so that's pretty awesome so big ups to every last one of you who has been a part of that and of course, real NWHAB, working on six months with you in the morning, seven o'clock, hour and a half. If you're out and about, like most folks are, moving, shaking, taking the kids to school, or doing your thing, getting to work, get your razor back fixed, do it with us as you have for what the better part of the last 15 years. We are right here, my friends, as you can see. Streaming it live on YouTube on Podbean. Apple and Spotify for the post-show podcast. Subscribe wherever you want. The real NWAJB.com online. Let's get to Eric Musselman. I promised you some post-game sound. Arkansas loses by 21 points, blackjack style, on the road at LSU. Here's Mus after the game as we listen in on some of his thoughts on a tough defeat.
0: It's when obviously didn't go your way Uh you just give a lot of credit to LSU. Do you think it was you guys weren't playing well? What, what do you think happened today? I certainly have to give LSU credit, um, but we got to get a lot better, Bob. I mean, um, you know, the, the defending the three uh, has been a problem all year. Um, you know, it's our job as coaches to get them to execute the game plan. Um, you know, the game, <laughs> we knew that they're a good three point shooting team. Um, you know, Baker having a career night, nine of 11, four for five. I mean, those numbers are hard to do when you're in a gym alone. Um, you know, so his 25 points and then, you know, Cook's been a starter for him. He comes in and, and, uh, goes seven, seven for the foul line. And, you know, so defensively, not good. Offensively, not good. Um, you know, it hopefully that we would be able to capitalize off our last two games. Uh, obviously, we did not. And, um, you know, so, yeah, disappointed that we weren't able to capitalize from, from what we have done the last, uh, you know, 80 minutes of play. And, and uh, you know, not a good game for us today. And, and they got off such a hot start, Baker, especially you alluded to him. What was he doing really well? And just how tough was that when they jump on you like that on the road? He did everything well. He made threes. He posted up. He beat us off the dribble. Um, so, he, you know, he, he, uh, like me, I'm sure it's a career night for him. I don't have his Cume uh, stats for his career in front of me, but I would assume that's that's as good a game as he's played his entire career. And then you guys have a week off now, halfway, kind of where do you assess where the team is halfway through the league schedule and is it a good time to get a week off and kind of try to fix some stuff? Well, I'd certainly like to have a week off after a win. Um, you know, we got to get better. We got to keep coaching. We got to keep trying to improve. Yeah, i I'm might have a couple more. I'll turn it back to Mike if time allows. Thanks. Anthony? Yeah, I can notice that uh, Caleb didn't play in that second half. Was that a coach's decision, or was that an injury injury there, or what? What kind of happened there? Coach's decision. It's just kind of talking about, uh, you know, the defensive week. You just talk about what do you feel LSU kind of did in particular that uh, kind of got them off to that hot start, and how do you guys, I guess, kind of address that going forward? Well, it's defending the three. It's defending the dribble drive. I mean, we're not we're not doing either, so. Um you know if we if we were, we we probably have a better record. So um, you know, it's our job to get players to improve. It's our job to get players to um, follow the game plan and and uh, we' have not been good defending the three all year. Um, we never compare teams of the past, but um, we're doing the same drills. We just uh, execution come game time is is not there. Coach, you got a question? Yeah, Eric, you're really happy about your point guard play after the last game. I'm just curious, how how would you assess that position this game? We got a lot of a lot of areas to grow in, for sure. I a question, Bob? Yeah, it, it, Eric, I guess it it did look like you guys were progressing. This seems like a, a pretty big step back. Just just how frustrating is that? And kind of how do you how do you address things now? I you mean, know, the only thing I know, Bob, is to go back and coach. This has been unlike. Uh, you know, things that I've experienced and um, all I know is we get in the gym on Monday and we try to get better. That's that's uh, that's a job of any coach of any sport. And, um, you know, we got a lot of a lot of spots. We got to get better at a lot on both sides of the ball. And one more. You alluded to this on, on the uh, pregame show. You guys had a quick turnaround two road games. They had a full week not a real good schedule set up, but was that disappointing that the league uh, set it up like that? And you think that impacted the game today? Seeing how we lost by the margin we did, I'm not going to comment on that. I don't want to get fined or anything, but that um, I alluded to it before the game because I thought that it was uh, semi-important. I think if the game's at three or five and, you know, I mean, we woke up and, and uh, you know, 7.30 wake-up call, breakfast on the bus, you know, That's not why we lost. I mean, I we lost because LSU completely outplayed us. So, no way, shape, or form, to you know, has nothing to do with the results, other than the fact that it was a quick turnaround. It was much like an NBA uh, situation where you travel, play, travel back home, day and a half, back on the plane, and then. I mean, actually, it's not like the NBA, because I've never had a a late game and then turn around and play the game at 11 in the morning. I've played games at one or two or three, but not, not 11 in the morning. It has nothing to do with the loss. Sorry, let's go ahead. Last question. Yeah, Eric, there was a moment in the first half where the the broadcast caught you and Mackay uh, kind of go back and forth a little bit. Was that just kind of a heat moment thing or kind of what happened there? No, I mean I think Kai's trying to do the right thing, you know, and and uh, Baker was hitting threes and and uh, you know it's a five man defense. If Kai helps on the dribble drive, we need somebody else to stunt for him. So, um, you know, we got to get we got to get better at that. Thanks, coach.
1: Wow. All right. Eric Musselman giving you some good stuff and certainly not beating around the bush. Uh, Unhappy at the least, displeased with his team's performance. A 21-point loss at LSU. Hogs fall to 2-7 and in the SEC. It has been a very busy uh, last couple weeks on the rumor mill for Arkansas Razorback Hoops. Doesn't mean it's unfounded or being perpetuated by, you know, people who don't know things because I think a lot of them do. But uh, anytime a team loses, people start to wonder about what the future holds, about whether the athletic department is willing to commit to the long-term vision of the head coach. Which, I mean, look—if you're asking me, this guy's resuscitate. We'll talk more about this in the final segment. He's resuscitated Arkansas basketball. It was it was dead on arrival for 20 plus years. So uh, the idea of committing to him to me should be a no-brainer. However. Now, you look at the results this year and last year, I can understand a little hardball back from the U of A. It's not like it's been all chocolate bars and roses. And then if you're Eric Musselman's camp, you're like, all right, what else might be out there? So that stuff, you know, it's been interesting to to think about, to talk about. I think obviously we have to, because the future is unknown to all of us. And that's what this forum is all about, is having a conversation and getting after it and trying to get to some kind of consensus about what the heck is happening. Right now, it's hard to when it comes to Razorback basketball. And uh, my goodness, we will just continue to do the best we can. Let's take our final break. We'll come back, standouts and struggles, and a look ahead at what's coming up for Arkansas Razorback basketball. That is next. Y'all are awfully kind to find us and hang out with us and do a little conversation here on the People's Post Game Show, live from the Bunker Studio, Team B Media. And we'll come right back after this. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville, a tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary, and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, 501-374-7000.
2: Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things
1: in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric, residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch. These guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479 220 2836. Hey, folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen, and we're here to help. Taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering northwest Arkansas and north central Arkansas and the River Valley. Accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at BlueKangarooPackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Thanks. now folks you are doing all you can to make some sense of a lot of chaos appreciate your being here tonight we've heard from eric musselman we've taken some calls we have sounded off ourselves on a game that was not what you expected you thought maybe arkansas was starting to surge the razorbacks were going to play their way back into the fringes of the postseason race alas it was not to be and uh, i think if anything the loss in this basketball game here today makes you believe yet again that this team feels pretty close to unsalvageable at this point in time. And that's uh, that's obviously not what you want in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Hogs lose by 21. Let's go over some standouts and struggles. Defense clearly in this basketball game was awful for Arkansas. Hands not up. Just not up. You didn't contest the threes. You got dunked on. And you didn't knock people down. This was back reverting to the kind of soft mentality we'd seen earlier this year. And it's part of the risk of having a front court, a positionless front court, right? Like Arkansas has here, where you just don't have the physicality down low to get it done. But uh, man, you give up 55% shooting from the floor, 52% from three. Defense was real bad in this basketball game for Arkansas. Um, Let's move it along the line here in the struggles department for the Razorbacks free throw shooting. I feel like you could just make some more free throws, especially a couple of those key one-on-ones, one and ones are huge. You make one and you get another one. You don't and you don't. Some people don't like that. I love it. I think it's great. I think that is part of what college basketball needs to be is the kind of thing where you see more people Getting one-on-ones and getting, if you get an opportunity to be in a spot where you are breaking away, where you are, you know, unstopped, unobstructed from the basket and you get fouled and somebody reaches in and grabs you, that should mean that you are now guaranteed the basketball as well as free throws. That's how the NBA does it. I'm not going to say the NBA gets everything right. I think they get that one right. That was a big two point sequence there in the first half when Arkansas was knocking on the door and making this a single point game. And you could see at the time when that happened that Eric Musselman was furious. Stifled it, restrained himself, did not come unglued. Then in the second half, and I think we mentioned this a little bit earlier out the gates, when Blocker doesn't get the continuation and one, Must does come unglued finally at the under eight. With Arkansas knocking again on the fringes of getting it down to a 15, 16 point basketball game. And I don't know how you don't get the N1 there, but at that point, Must, so you know, runs hot. This is just who he is. Doesn't bother me like it bothers some people, but at that point he couldn't handle it anymore. He gets teed up. And that's a technical foul that, like I mentioned earlier, I don't really have a problem with because at that point the game's essentially over. I mean, you're down by twenty points. You're not coming back. But um, it doesn't help. It obviously does not help. So defense struggles. Free throw shooting struggles. And uh, I got to put Caliph Battle there. What, what is the deal? One game you're playing, one game you're not. Kind of like L. Ellis. I mean, you look at this rotation for Arkansas. Ten guys playing, L. Ellis doesn't play. Califf Battle doesn't play. Now, I know they didn't look it out the gates, but wow. How about battle starting and only playing eight minutes? So, Battle and Ellis can share the uh, missing player award. Ellis didn't even get in the game. What kind of message is that sending? I don't know. You you never know. A guy could have broken you know team rules, personal stuff. Who the heck even knows anymore? It's almost like, you know, you try to figure it out. You just you start getting a headache. It's been going on all season. It doesn't show signs of letting up anytime soon. How about standouts for Arkansas in this game? Do we have any? I Lane Blocker was a standout. I like the defense. I like the fight. I think if more guys in this game were playing like that, Arkansas would be in a better spot. Unfortunately, uh, Lane Blocker, not a lot of offense, and he too missed a bunch of free throws. A couple one-and-ones, five of ten from the line. Nine points, three boards, three assists, two steals for Blocker. He was a bright spot. Um, let me give a bright spot to Jalen Graham. He started very slow. But that spin move, like we talked out at the gates, got work in 18 points, four boards, a couple steals, and a block. Graham has come on a little bit here of late, which is nice to see. And um, I'll give one to Tremont Mark, who led the team with 20 points, made all five of his free throws, also had six rebounds. Not facilitating, though, as he finished the game with zero assists. So standouts for Arkansas, a handful. As you go through Graham and Mark and Blocker, Struggles, I mean, defense, certainly. Free throws, definitely. And the invisibility of L. Ellis and Kelliff Battle didn't help much either. Next up for Arkansas is Georgia in a week. The Hogs will play the Georgia Bulldogs in a week. Get their opportunity to host them at 5 o'clock after losing in Athens just a few weeks ago. Man, you wonder what kind of crowd you're going to get for this. Team has been just all over the map, mostly not good. A lot of people expressing their frustrations, and then other folks, you know, trying to rally the troops. I think the, the fan base will be in a tough spot next Saturday night. I think you'll get a decent turnout. Five o'clock tip time. It's something to do. It's Fayetteville, it's SEC basketball. But, uh, man, uh, this is uh, a spot where Arkansas has to win some games, even if it hopes to, to go to the NIT and, and get a little bit of uh, postseason love that way. Georgia next at home and Tennessee at home on Valentine's Day night, Valentine's uh, night. And then at Mississippi State, at A&M, this is the last nine games. Home Georgia, home Tennessee, at Mississippi State, at A&M. Home Missouri and Vanderbilt, back-to-back, mind you, which sounds fantastic. at Kentucky. Home LSU at Alabama. Can you win six games? Can you win seven games? How many days till baseball season starts? Do we know? Or are we close? What's it? 13 days? 12 days? Do we need Razorback baseball badly now or what? My goodness. Thank every uh, last one of you for finding us here for an hour of post game conversation. So many options for you and you got a lot of stuff going on yet you choose to spend some time with us, and that that says a lot about you. And uh, certainly it's hugely appreciated here as we get this new venture of ours off the ground and running. LSU 95, Arkansas 74. We're coming at you six days a week, baby. You feel like the Beatles song is close, right? Eight days a week? No, not eight, but six. Real NWA JB back with you. Monday morning at 7 o'clock sharp. We'll talk some more about this game. We'll look ahead to the Super Bowl. And we'll also talk some more about Arkansas Razorback baseball, which is coming up around the corner. Some exciting news to tell you about on the high school coverage front. So we'll tell you about that on Monday, too. And I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Still warm-ish in the 50s. Some rain off on throughout the next two days. So hunker down. Enjoy it while you can. And, hey, don't watch too much Pro Bowl. Are they still doing that? I think not. Next week it's Arkansas and Georgia at five o'clock. People's post game ETA seven fifteen. For now, we'll call it good from the Bunker Studio for Team B Media. I'm Josh Bertuccini. Arkansas, the struggle continues on the Must Bus this year. Hogs fall to two and seven, but the show goes on halfway home in conference play, and we'll pick it up where we left off on Monday morning. Hope you all have a great rest of your weekend. See you soon.